Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching, tapping into our best life. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Cassida for Talk and Pray, and it took me a while to settle into myself. Do you know the feeling? Capable, ambitious, but wanting more, more impact, more success, more satisfaction? Me too. I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that combined with the truth of scripture have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. Dances with Wolves. The first movie my daughter saw, well, saw is stretching it a bit since she was just about eight weeks old, was Dances with Wolves, directed by and starring the multi-talented and prolific, still fabulous Kevin Costner. It was my first outing after becoming a new mom, and I was more than ready to get dressed, eat dinner out, and feel like more than a milk machine for this tiny human who I felt grossly unprepared to raise. I'm overstating it a little. I remember perfectly being in my hospital room and the wonder of holding her in my arms, marveling that she actually had the requisite number of fingers and toes. Maybe it was hormones, but I remember crying and being so grateful for the miracle that this tiny human was mine and she was perfect. Her pediatrician stopped by, confirmed she was perfect, noted a little angel kiss birthmark on her shoulder, and I felt more pride and joy than I'd ever felt before. Angel kiss indeed. Of course the angels kissed my baby. And I remember wondering if another Mary, some 2,000 years ago, felt the same astonishment as she counted baby Jesus' fingers and toes. The Son of God and Son of Man should have ten of each, don't you think? And since we have no record otherwise, I assume he did. My foray into motherhood, unlike the arduous adventure of Mother Mary, was pretty uneventful. As I went into labor, the baby's heart rate dropped, and the nurses began prepping me for a C-section. My mother, in the room with me while Jeff took a short break, turned ashen-faced, and trying to be brave for me, she excused herself. Later, she told me she dropped to her knees and started praying, and she sent Jeff in. Feeling the pressure, I told the nurses, I need to push. No, you don't, they laughed, and then I got intense and stated unequivocally between gaps of breath, oh, yes, I do, and they checked, and sure enough, no C-section. The doctor walked in and announced, I guess we're going to have this baby, and so we did. Fast forward two months, and we're going to the movies. Dances with Wolves was still playing mid-December after its release in November of 1990. We went to a matinee at a local mall, and we were two of about four people in the theater. Emily got a little fussy, and I discreetly nursed her, and she went to sleep, and we got to enjoy the entirety of the Academy Award-winning film. 
The cast of characters was amazing, and their names were thoughtful, indicative of their character or temperament. Lieutenant John Dunbar is named Dances with Wolves after the Lakota people observe him playing with two socks, the wolf. The white woman in the Lakota tribe is stands with fists for her defiance and courage. Wind in his hair is the name of the loyal warrior who rides like the wind and smiles a lot for the young native whose winning smile reveals his easy nature. Something about that movie must have stuck with Emily. (laughs) Fast forward nearly two decades, and Emily was at camp with some friends. Uh, One of the girls had packed a brown skirt to wear for the nightly chapel services, and during chapel, the guest speaker asked her to come forward for a demonstration of some kind. Because he didn't know her name, he called out, You, girl in brown skirt, come up here and help. And Emily quipped, That must be your Native American name. (laughs) When we look back at the pictures from that time, we marvel at how many of them record Emily's friend in the brown skirt. She lived up to her name. In our current His Power at Work Mastermind, we've been talking quite a bit about identity and how knowing your God-given identity, your name, is a key factor in determining what you do and who you serve. We see this pattern in the life of Jesus. After he was identified by the voice of God as his beloved son, Jesus went into the marketplace doing what sons of God do, healing, giving sight to the blind, making the lame walk, casting out demons, feeding multitudes, and teaching about the kingdom, and his disciples followed suit. When Peter and John were brought before the Sanhedrin in Acts chapter 4, Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, preached to them, Rulers and elders of the people, he said, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Scripture says, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Acts chapter 4 verse 13. You might say their native kingdom names were men who've been with Jesus. If I were named for what people saw in me, what would I be called? Some of my top options might be woman with scrolling thumb, shops with credit cards, ups, uh, snacks all day and night, drops food on all of her shirts, lady talks not walks. Hmm. None of these observations are spoken with a spirit of condemnation. As I often say to my husband, this is an observation, not a criticism. As I observe myself, I should be self-aware enough to note any discrepancy between what I do and who I am, who I want to be, who God has created me to be. Those false identities do not serve me well, nor equip me to serve others in the way God has ordained for me, in the good works which God has prepared in advance for me to do, Ephesians 2.10. 
God spoke to his people through the prophet Isaiah, calling them to account for their lack of genuine worship as demonstrated by how they treated their own people. On the day of your fasting, God said, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Isaiah 58, 4 and 5. They were disconnected from their identity, which led to their moral failure. Do you feel the reality of it? It's why knowing your identity in Christ is so valuable. Knowing who you are informs what you do. Listen to how God speaks through Isaiah about these people when they are who they were created to be. Verse 11 of Isaiah 58 says, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. Can you imagine if your name was repairer of broken walls or restorer of streets with dwellings? (laughs) Hey, there's that chick that is the lover of our community. Oh, I remember her. She's the one who feeds the poor. Oh, look, it's the one who never talks about other people. I like her. She is the one who encourages. Imagine the names people might call you as they remember you when you are gone. It's a sobering thought, but surely those names are our native kingdom names, the ones revealed by how we're learning to live as we abide with Jesus, the ones spoken to us by God and lived out by the power of His Holy Spirit, Christ in you, the hope of glory. I spent quite a bit of time a couple of years ago debating on the name of my business. Should I go with my name, Mary Lou Cassida, or with Talk and Pray, which is how the idea first came to me when I began. People in business around me recommended I brand with my own name, and I considered it carefully. My name is kind of unique, not that many Mary Lou Cassidas in the world, but I felt the caution of my ego, of falling into the trap of thinking what I do is about me. And I thought about who God had created me to be. Talk and pray is central to his names for me, beautiful exhorter and she who speaks wisdom. I want to do what I be, and as I abide in Christ, he will empower me to live up to my names, and he will do the same for you. So what is your kingdom name, your native kingdom name? You may not have the fancy footwork to be called Dances with Wolves, nor the attire required to be girl in brown skirt. That's okay. Those are not your names. Just as scrolls with thumbs or any of the other negative observations of yourself are names. God knows and will tell you who you really are. Spend time with him, asking him to show you. When you hear him speak it, you'll be as amazed as I was with Emily's ten fingers and ten toes and the scenery and story of dances with wolves and the sound of Jesus speaking to me. Isn't he good? I think I might always be drops food on all her shirts. God will make use of it somehow. And I can live with that as long as Jesus lives in me and gives me other names 
that bring him glory. Father, I rejoice not that the spirits are subject to me, but that my name is written in heaven. Luke 10, 20. Thank you for creating us and knowing us down to the infinitesimal details of our DNA. Thank you for speaking to us through your word and showing us wondrous things that we do not know. Your presence surrounds us. You are as close as our breath. You knew us when you formed us in our innermost parts, and we cannot go anywhere that you are not. Help us walk out the truth of who you've made us. Help us hear you call our name. In the sweet name above every name, Jesus, the one who is called faithful and true, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is In the Field by Audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.